Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory of Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are watching the 2021 coming of age comedy drama, Licorice Pizza, which is a very interesting title for this film. Um, so I never, I mean, have I seen the trailer? I feel like I've, I've seen parts and bits of the trailer and then from the trailer throughout the months a lot of people well not a lot of people but people have been talking about this movie to the point to where now this film is nominated three oscars one for directing uh another for screenplay and i forgot what the other one was but people do really like this film they feel like it's great they feel like more people should be exposed to it with that said, I've never been interested to see this film, mostly because, and don't get me wrong, I do love coming-of-age movies, movies with great soundtracks, all that jazz, but I, I, I don't know, it's just, uh, I mean, fuck it, I'm gonna call it what it is, it just, it just, to me, it feels like just too many white people, <laughs> I mean, and it's not to say, and don't get me wrong, this, this movie could still have, like, a really good script, and acting and all the stuff i don't expect the acting to be bad in this at all i expect the script to be halfway decent but for me personally if you're trying to sell to me that a movie based in the 70s about growing up this and that and it's about a white teenager and her experiences that's cool i'm sure her experiences are something people can relate to and hey maybe i can relate to it but i don't know for me at the point i am in my life I just don't really want to see that. I've seen enough coming-of-age movies based on 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, to the point where I, I'm i pretty sure within the first 15, 20 minutes, I can gauge where this film is going to go. I already know what feelings I can possibly have for this film. Uh, because the rule that I have, a movie, you can determine the worth of a movie in the first 15 minutes and, and what it actually has its worth for you. Um so yeah, I've never really been interested for that reason. Um, the cast, it seems like there's a good cast. Um, one thing I am looking, kind of looking forward to is Elena Haim, who is one third of the band uh, Haim, who I actually do listen to their music and they're pretty freaking awesome. Um, which we'll get into that too, because um, I became a fan of theirs because of the movie Bad News Bears, the Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, version of that movie which they have huge ties to it and i'll explain uh why later but uh yeah i mean i don't i don't know what else to i don't know what else to say this seems like one of those indie films that looks really good produced really good directed really good written really good but just nobody really cares about it in that sense right but I don't know. There's just so much to really talk about while we watch this movie. Just from the fact that it got three Oscar nominations and it didn't really... One, it didn't do well in theaters. And then two, no one really talks about it. Which is absolutely insane that no one really knows about this movie and it was nominated Oscars. Which, again, who are the Oscars worth for certain people, right? Uh, depending on what type of movie lover you are, if you validate 
uh, if you really care for the Oscars, for me personally, a movie can be just as good without or with Oscar nominations. So, um, and I, I don't know. There's a lot to dive into, uh, especially with it being an indie film. I would honestly say most indie films don't do well in theaters because. Uh, from my experience working in film, indie films are like a testing trial to see what a director or even a producer can do when given a certain amount of budget. And when investors see that, certain other studios see that, like, oh, they're able to do this with this little amount. Let's try to give them something and then we can really profit from uh, a certain type of content. Uh, that's my experience with indie films. But uh, but uh, the, the the director who is what's his name Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, he's done some pretty good films and some films that I've actually liked. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like no one knows who that is. And uh, and I, I don't I just don't know why no one paid attention to this movie. Um, I don't know. So let's let's just get into it and just figure it out from there. Uh, so if you want to watch this movie along with me, you can uh, watch this. I actually have no idea where you can watch this. Um, if you have it on DVD, you can follow along with me. Oh, I know. You can probably watch this on Amazon because it's obviously Metro Golden, Goldwyn Meyer. as uh, one of the production companies. And obviously they're owned by Amazon now. So you can, you can watch this on Amazon Prime along with me. So. With that said, we are going to get started with this movie in five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> Metro Goldwyn Mayer. This is up there too for one of those uh, production intros that's kind of iconic. So let's talk about Haim and that band real quick. Um, licorice piece. Oh, yeah, this is based in the 70s, like I mentioned before. So it already feels 70s. Um, so uh, some attention deficit. I've oh, OK, so I've been really every film that I watch TV show. I feel like there's always some type of attention deficit scene within the first 20 seconds of the movie. Something that's just like a slap, an explosion, a gunshot, or just something that really gauge people when it's really like, what the hell was that, right? I don't know. I find it very interesting. I find it very interesting. And this is um, her first acting role, too. Uh, Elena Haim. Why not? Why not? I, I always hate that. I always find it sexist the other way around when someone can't ask a woman how old they are. There's no shame of showing how long you've been living on this earth. If anything, it's an accomplishment.
1973. What's in the movies right now that we can watch? I think Friday the 13th is going to come out pretty soon. Okay. Anyway, so Bad News Bears, if anyone's ever seen that movie, um, and it's the remake. So it's the, um, what year did that come out? Oh, five. I want to say, yeah, 2005. Um, so there is an actress who actually really liked on the movie, uh, who played the daughter of Billy Bob Thornton's character. Um, her name was, God, what's her name? some reason they just didn't put it at the forefront of wikipedia yeah her name is sammy kane craft who who played amanda um i've always liked her performance in the movie and i remember as a kid when the psp first came out my parents got me the bad news bear movie so i would watch it on the psp like every single day and um i don't know i thought she was fairly good in it and around the time i was graduating high school um, or let's say this was like right after I graduated high school, I've, I've read, like I found out that she, uh, passed away in a really horrible car accident and I had no idea she was best friends with the band members of Haim, uh, to the point where when they found out about her death, they carved her initials, uh, which was SKK onto their guitars and then went on to make songs and albums, uh, you know, based on their, uh, experience with her as in their friendship, which I thought was awesome. So cool. So, so incredible. And, um, very sad that she passed away because, um, even though she acted in the movie as a baseball player, they actually said she was pretty damn good. And she actually played baseball and had scholarships to, to keep playing. So, This is a long shot. Not a long shot, excuse me. But it's just like a long scene. That girl in the foreground, her her socks are like up to her knees. <laughs> She likes you, bro. Yeah, it's clear. You would not have kept talking to him otherwise. You like, or she probably just likes the attention. That's all it is. Did she? Did he just smack her in the butt? Okay, here's the thing. Um, so my review, by the time this podcast comes out, my newest movie review will come out. And it's really my review is it's about a really good movie. It's a LGBT film, but um, the reason why I really wanted to make that review was because I feel that the gatekeepers of the filmmaking world, Hollywood or whatever have you, of the Oscars, Golden Globes, all this stuff, in order to get in their window or to be seen by them and to be accepted by them, you have to make films 
that kind of pushed a narrative forward into their way of thinking of what society should be for those um, minorities and groups of 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 society. Um, <clears throat> so, for an example, what I see from this movie early on is. And again, we're still watching. This could be a really good coming-of-age film, this, that, and the third, all that stuff. But I guarantee you there is a hint of pedophilia in this movie. And I feel like it doesn't have to be, right? I feel like we shouldn't encourage that. Now, if, you have, if you've written a story and that's just what it happens to be because you really want to share the story and get get it out there to the world, okay, I'm cool with that, but... I feel that for certain movies to be nominated and to be seen and have the distribution of all these studios is you have to have that kind of stuff uh, in your film. Because they're pushing, I feel like the studios are pushing so hard for that to be the norm because there's a lot of sick freaks out there in Hollywood that really do that. And the more they can make that more uh, acceptable to mainstream, the more safe they can feel. I don't know. That's just me. I, I guess that's more of a, a theory. But it's proven, though, a little bit. Four. I love restaurant scenes. Oh, I love lighting restaurant scenes and films. Oh, unfortunately, the show I'm working on now, there's been no restaurant scenes. We've been filming at a high school, which is like fucking depressing. <laughs> This is some simple three-point lighting, and it looks really good. Got some contrast, some shadows on her face, one side of her face, and then you have the key light over there, and then just a basic hair light. And of course, you got to think about the rest of the background that's happening out there. But everyone else is kind of in the shadows. Like Asian food. <laughs> I understand you if you're not cultured, but it's just Asian food. Nothing wrong with that.
contrary to belief, I've never forgot about a woman I had a crush on in high school. <laughs> and maybe that's just something that's wrong with me. She's so awkward. I already forgot it. Seven five. Nah. You got to write that down for me. You thought I know in the seventies. Well, every 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 era until like color ID was like a thing, right? You had to remember phone numbers. You had to. And there's only like a few phone numbers I can remember. Like I can obviously I know like my parents' phone numbers, my brother. That's about it. And my own. just watching TV. I can dig it. Yeah, and Don't get me wrong. I love teen dramas, movies, shows, all that stuff. I don't know if I'm like, if I just am in the mood to watch this. That's one of the main reasons why I never cared to watch this film. It's shot very well. <laughs> and this actor. What? You think? You're not a translator, are you? <laughs>
What is this? <laughs> there is no note. She didn't make a note. Was that supposed to be funny or just downright offensive? <laughs> Dude, this actor looks like my friend Joey, who's a really talented cinematographer. Or I say, well, yeah, cinematographer. As a director of photography, but it's kind of the same thing. He operates cameras. Wait, a senior chaperone? So he chose her? How old is she? Girl, you better keep those legs close. Come on, Might be in. Well, listen, I was going to say something like, yo, don't mack on my girl, but I don't think, I don't think they're together. And even if they were, he wouldn't have been flirting with the, with the, uh, airline host lady in front of her like that. So it's fair game at this point. It doesn't matter. It's, don't get mad. It's fair game. Hello, bye. <laughs> Could tell you're a smoker. Peace and love. I can't believe they allowed a chaperone. Like, she's like, what, three years older than him? <laughs> That's not a chaperone. Well, we don't. How old is she? She's still in high school, right? Because they went to the same school. That's not a chaperone. There's no way. I see a CBS logo.
Uh, I have no comment for this. <laughs> you know, if I asked my dad and my mom, like, what if TV shows you've watched growing up, specials and stuff like that, and they just typically watch what uh, what white people watch, because that's what was out there, you know? I mean, it was the 70s that was, like, that groundbreaking for uh, for a lot of black uh, filmmakers, actors, black TV shows, movies. I mean, the uh, black exploitation era, that's when it began. These kid actors are horrible. Uh, but I think they're supposed to act this way. I'm not too sure. It's always funny when you see actors trying to act bad. Or maybe trying to act innocent. I don't know. Whatever that is. <laughs> Woman, you are not putting your hands on me like that. Fuck her. He said three beavers. What does that mean? It's a show, right? I would imagine you just talk about what you last worked on. <clears throat> what is he doing? <laughs> Bro, it is not that hot on this plane. Oh, look who it is. It's Maya Rudolph. Is that her name? She's the, the wife of the guy who directed this movie. I always find it so interesting when a husband and wife kind of, who are both in filmmaking, are in each other's stuff. I find that very interesting. I actually got done watching her movie Bridesmaids. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. So bad. All right. Take your time. <laughs> what are where, how far are we? Twenty two minutes. Okay. I even hesitated when I to watch this movie when I figured out that it was two hours and thirteen minutes. I'm like, just from the poster alone for what it looks like, there's no reason why this movie should be this long. Absolutely no reason. But we'll see. I mean, it seems like this should be an hour 40 minutes tops, but uh, I guess we'll see. 
That was a get out of here. I saw a post on Instagram the other day that said an actor will uh, face rejection uh, more, three times more than the average human. Which is interesting because I would assume that an actor is an average human. <laughs> Oh, don't feel jelly. You were you were flirting with the other girl. Don't feel jelly over that. Don't feel jelly. Mm-mm. She a chaperone, bro. Don't feel jelly. I find it so interesting. It's so, first off, this little kid here, that is me watching TV. <laughs> 100%. That's the funniest thing about this movie. But anyway, I find it so interesting in, in teen dramas that, uh, you know, they show emotions, so situations that can lead to raw emotions and, uh, and, and you know, people just acting out, uh, uh, you know, towards their feelings. And I find it so funny placing myself in those shoes uh, because I don't know, now that I'm older and you look back at it, and especially for this type of situation, like, dude, okay, sure, you might have a crush on her or whatever, right? But do you even know her? <laughs> like, you went on one date with her, right? You went on one date and you mostly talked about yourself. You don't even know this woman. Do you know she has sisters? Do you know she has like two parents in the household? Do you know what's her favorite? Here's the thing I always tell people when they're always hooked up over a girl or a guy. What's their favorite color? If you can't answer that, then there's no reason why you should be hooked up over it. Answer it. Dude, I remember in sixth grade, I finally must mustered up the courage to ask this girl her phone number. Oh, my God. I was so nervous to call it. I ended up never calling it. Well, I, I, I called it, like, literally the day before. The entire summer, I didn't call it. But the day before school started, I called it. And it just quickly, like, it picked up, and then it just hanged up. Right? And, um... Oh, I just... <laughs> It's stuff like that, being young and dumb and not knowing how to handle uh, emotions the proper way. Is someone going to say anything? Now, I know um, Elena Haim, she's like 30 years old right here. She might be 29. 29 to 30. Or actually, 
This is in 2020? Yeah, she was probably like 29 or 28. Playing like an 18-year-old girl or 19-year-old, whatever. Wait, are those her... I want to know if those are like her... The sisters of Haim, which is probably not. There's no way. There's so much odor in her. Hey, oh. The dad's like, and you brought him into my house. <laughs> No, don't explain yourself. Don't don't ever do it. There it goes. At least he said it very proper. Like he was very polite. What? What the fuck kind of question is that? Yeah. What? What? What is going on? <laughs> Wait, I feel for the guy. Wait, why would she ask that? That's a wild thing. I'm totally putting this on Instagram. I'm editing this and putting it on Instagram. Uh, so far, this screenplay ain't hitting on anything. I'm surprised this got. Oh, I gotta let's fin, let's wait till the movie's over. I'm gonna wait till the movie's over. Bradley Cooper's in this, and we haven't seen him yet. So is Tom Watts. Is it Tom Waits or Watts? I remember him in um, Love Wrist Cutters, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh my god. Talk, talk about like raw teenage emotions of feeling like love and heartbreak. That movie, Wrist Cutters, A Love Story, is the perfect melody or remedy, excuse me, is the perfect remedy for a, a broken heart. If you're going through something right now in your life, go watch that movie. Um, I was thinking about reviewing it, but I don't know. I normally like burn my dvds so i can um edit them <clears throat> on my editing software but for some reason wrist cutters doesn't really want to work on my thing so i don't know we'll see i could talk about that movie forever and the soundtrack oh my god amazing i can't believe she asked him that 
I cannot wait. I cannot wait to put that on my Instagram. What does your cock look like? What does your penis look like? <laughs> That's so wild. I'm going to be like, that's me in high school. <laughs> Women talking to me. <laughs> this movie is like awkward. And it's, I feel like it's trying really hard to be funny with certain things. And then I think it's awkwardness has f- humor in it. But it's, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like within this awkwardness, it's not, it's not trying to be funny. But it is funny. Which makes it way off, right? It's like when you watch a horror movie and it's not scary and it's actually funny, then that's just that's just bad. I, I feel like that's that's the same that's the analogy I'm trying to make right now. Is that the Batmobile? Oh, oh, they're at a studio. That's why I'm like, oh, someone's just driving around with a Batmobile. Freaking awesome. <clears throat> I think my next episode I'm going to watch Turning Red well my next episode is going to be In the Heights I, I did an episode with a, a guest of mine who, who commented who wanted to be a part of the podcast so I think I'm going to do that and then I'm going to do Turning Red and then I'm going to do a Batman movie an, an older one an animated one listen dude water beds are not good it's not a good idea i don't understand how people can sleep on it it's just like there's never any still motion you know therapeutics the way to go do i feel like there's no chemistry between these two actors or at least not like a a big old chemistry to where i would hope that the oh i hope they get together at the end it's just like there's just two characters who kind of i'm very unclear what her wants or needs are but i feel like i i kind of know what his is okay How old is she? Why is this film not telling us how old she is? 
I feel like she, she, well, she has to be at least 18, right? She has to be at least 18 in order to be a chaperone. I feel like she's 18 because she was in high school and he's 15. So this is inappropriate. Very inappropriate. God damn. <laughs> they thought he was black. What's going on? Yeah, you can't just grab me without reading my rights. Boy, I can't wait to see. I'll see y'all in court. You didn't even read him his rights. What just happened? I feel like these are not even real cops. They're probably about to do a hit. They just... Conmen. They just got him. That was so random. What? You're running into them. For murder? Yeah, I would love to... Yeah, I would love to see you prove this. Oh, yeah, rough me up as much as you want. I cannot wait to sue you. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. What did Eddie Griffin say? Whoop my ass. Give me my cash. <laughs> Where's the evidence? Did you even have a warrant for his arrest? Can't wait to sue you all. Oh, I'm going to hit myself real quick. Make sure some blood's dripping. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, I'm taking this whole department. The whole city's paying for me. 100%. I feel like I feel like they're going to resolve this in the next 10 minutes and they're going to move on with the plot, but I really wish she would stay here and just take these motherfuckers to court. Oh no, don't mm -mm, don't even try to release me. Mm -mm. Who's in charge? Where's your sheriff or chief, whoever? I'm oh, I'm calling somebody. I'm calling a lawyer. Where are you going? What do you mean, come on? I'm staying here until I get a lawyer. <clears throat> and just walk out. What are you doing? Get off of me. Let's call the, the actual police, not these fucking phonies. What is this hug? Get off of me. We have to go. We have like a civil case against this freaking department now. What did you? I'm not going to lie. I probably would have pushed her back if she would have done that. I'm, I'm so hot and heavy. These cops just put their hands on me. 
We are totally have a silver case. Where are they going? Go back to the department. All right, I already hate this movie. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. What is? Oh, Paul Mooney keeps hitting it on the head, and it's a saying that I've been thinking for the past few days now, and it's an old Southern expression. It goes to be young and white in twenty-one. There is nothing that you cannot do in this world if you are young, white, and 21. Absolutely nothing. And it's clear as day from what we just saw here. It is mind-blowing. This man is out. It can't. I can't believe he's not doing anything. And I can't... Well, he's 15, right? He probably doesn't even know his rights, right? He probably doesn't even understand the constitution of... Uh, I'm sure he doesn't even understand his own constitution. He doesn't understand the Bill of Rights or whatever. But... For her to be old enough, educated enough, at least, there's no way you can let this walk. There's no way. I'm 100% dedicating my life to making sure these stupid freaking cops and this department and this entire city pay compensates me for my trauma. I cannot believe. Didn't I just say it? I've said they're going to resolve this in the next few minutes and then they're going to completely walk away from it. This should be the plot of the movie. I am so emotionally triggered by this. I don't understand. To be young, white, and 21, bro. I swear to God. What did they bond a friendship over that fucking a trauma event? Traumatic event? Nobody wants a fucking waterbed. Where are they going? Why are they always running out of a building? Wait, where did this come from? He has a, his own business? Fat Bernie's? I low-key thought the soundtrack would be a lot better for this movie. They're just sticking to just popular stuff. I feel like the 70s, dude, you know how many fucking amazing songs are archived that people just don't know about? And you chose this as like one of the songs for the soundtrack? Well, sure, okay, it's fine if it's just this, and then maybe you get some other stuff, right? But I can't stand when people do that for movies. You're stronger than they are. Did am I missing something? 
Like, when did this become the plot of the movie? Since when did they start selling waterbeds? Right? This is so random. Now this is about like a young actor discovering that no one wants to hire him and then yet he's in love with his chaperone and um and I don't know. Of course you haven't. You're like five. <laughs> To be young, white, and 21. That's going to be the title of my freaking podcast episode when I put this on YouTube. Yeah, why would that fit? Right, if I hear him do that accent one more time. Well, that's what happens when you get kids to do your marketing. I would say it's a 15-year-old having a business. One hundred percent, he's not paying taxes for any of the profits he makes. Uh, okay. And we're talking. I know that look from a woman all day when you're in the car. <laughs> that's the funniest. That's the second funniest thing in this movie. Holy crap, do I know that look. Okay. 
what is this? How old is she? <laughs> They're still not telling us her age. Sounds like it. This guy, Ted. <laughs> Let's make the movie be about Ted. Oh, there's my dog. That sounds great. <laughs> This is such a weird fucking movie. <clears throat> what is this movie even about? <laughs> I can't believe this was nominated Oscars. But again, anything can be nominated an Oscar, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely anything. Anything. If Bridemaids can be nominated for an Oscar, that piece of shit film. Honestly, if you like that film, I question I question the quality of movies you like. If that movie can be nominated for an Oscar, anything can. Absolutely anything can. Yeah, I'm sure... This old lady. I guess people didn't really know about the truths about smoking yet. Dude, in the 60s, everybody was smoking, dude. In airplanes, in hospitals. Okay, there's clearly somebody downstairs. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <clears throat> Am I athletic? What does that even mean? It's a martial arts lady.
Yeah, yeah, just say that. <laughs> this movie is so freaking weird. Of myself. Oh. <clears throat> Fantastical. We're not even halfway through this movie. This movie should not be two hours and thirteen minutes. I already, I already know. Holy fucking Christ. Okay. Who cares? Why? Why is that a thing? What? This movie, dude. I, it's all over the place. And yet, this little kid, his name is probably Stacy Peralta. <laughs> He's so chill. Damn. I don't get it. What's the problem? Not gonna lie, I took like a, a few hours break so the noise downstairs can be quiet. So I don't know. Oh man, I don't want to see your boobs. <laughs> you, this is such a weird movie. Why did you wear that? You could at least came back with a shirt. It's gonna take you forever to get that back on. What is happening, bro? You know, I feel like this is one of those movies that it's trying to be profound in the awkwardness. It's trying to say, like, oh, that situation, it was real. It felt raw. It was, I don't, it's just, it's just stupid. <laughs> it's just, and then especially if you don't build up any of the characters to be not only not likable, but not understanding to why they are the way they are. It's just weird. It's just a weird flick. And isn't Bradley Cooper in this? Where the hell is he? 
You better hurry up. We're almost halfway through the movie. Got an hour and 18 left. That's a lot. This movie's too long. <laughs> Her smile. <laughs> she seems like a nice girl, though. Nothing wrong with a smile. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. The water is too cold for it to burn through. What? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Wait a second. You wanted to see her tits? She doesn't even have anything. Which there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Every time I say something like that, I think of Jerry Seinfeld. Or I think of Kramer. Not like there's anything wrong with that. Why do you... Wait, well, then why were you jealous earlier on, days ago? If you're trying to mack with other women. Bro, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Even though that is cake and that's what you're supposed to do. But you can't do that. This is disgusting. I, I still don't know how old she is. I know she is at least 18, but... To have her be like your little model while you sell beds? Come on. Where do you go?
<laughs> now what? She's jealous? I can't believe this dude. Well, granted, he's 15, right? You're better. You're Look somewhere else, for the love of God. Look somewhere else. <clears throat> I just had a friend today just told me, like, she's so devastated that she can't get in a relationship. She can't find anybody. And I'm like, well, what type of men are you attracting? She's like, fuck boys. <laughs> And then it would, she also says she's attracted to fuckboys. But I'm like, okay, well, you just answered your own question. Is that them? Oh. I thought it was them. I'm not leaning against the wall. You can put some clothes on before you walk home. Come on now. What in the world? <laughs> yeah right like what are you wearing you can't put your clothes back on <clears throat> is this guy a therapist or like a mob dealer like what the fuck Oh, is this an audition? Could tell he's a fucking predator.
<clears throat> what is going on? You see what I'm saying? Like, what is happening? Where this movie jumps from? Like, we don't know what's going on. It 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 talks about one little subplot and it moves on to another, and I'm not sure if they're all so cohesive, right? I don't I don't think these subplots really mean anything towards these characters. It seems it, it honestly feels like webisodes, like we're watching a web series. Oh, it's Tom Watts. Is it Waits or Watts? I feel like it's Watts. I feel like I heard Tom Watts before. Yeah, I know that voice anywhere. He has such a distinctive voice. He was so good in uh, Wrist Cutters. I mean, he can't. He didn't have like the biggest role, but he he was good in it. I love his character. What? 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 What are you salty about? You're you literally just walked in with two other women. <laughs> this is so stupid. I I it like it makes no sense. And then the fact that I know he's 15, he's going to do stupid stuff, but this is just like it makes absolutely no sense. Right? It's so it's so stupid that it makes his character and her character so unlikable. Like, am I supposed to hope that they get together? Like, fuck it. I hope they do get together so the movie can finally end. <laughs> we don't have to see them bicker, or not bicker, but do these little immature cat and mouse type of uh, relationship. Like, who can one-up each other, make each other feel bad about missing each other? Dude, his voice is so grisly. You can tell he's a smoker. He has to be. With that voice? My God. What? Where are your parents? Oh, these white people are doing anything. 
Nigga, no one wants martinis. <laughs> no one asked for that. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck that means, sir. Who wrote this movie? Oh, yeah, the director wrote it. Mm. These writer-directors... There's always kind of like a, um, a upside and a downside to people who write and direct their own movies. The downside is they're missing so much... Um, I guess, extra help or, you know, uh, communication with other people in production in terms of, like, you know, ideas to bounce off of. Like, if it's just one writer and then there's a different director, sure, once the writer sells that script, I mean, anything can change, whether he likes it or not. But if they have a good relationship, then it can be such a positive thing for the film itself. If they can just bounce ideas off each other and what's realistic to show and what's realistic to write. And that can be film. Um, and then what makes, what makes sense? Sometimes with writer directors, they're just so much in their heads. What of, um, I don't, I don't, it's kind of hard to explain. It's like, a lot of times their movies are like, it doesn't really feel real, right? Even though it might be set in the real world, it's like, it feels like a dream. Something about it just seems like a teenage dream in a sense. Um, yeah. And then the upside of it is creative freedom, <laughs> creative control, honestly. Which can be a bad thing. This is so weird. He said single file. Look at these little kids. What is going on here? It looks like everyone's about to attend a lynching. Where is this movie based in? It's Pennsylvania.
What's happening? Oh my god, he's not gonna evil can evil can evil his ass over that fire, is he? This is what is happening in this movie. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, you're gonna die. Get out of the way. Oh, <laughs> I thought he was gonna get hit by a motorcycle. <laughs> His old ass. You can't tell me this is supposed to be romantic. What is this? I see like two black people in the background. There's no way they would be a part of this. No way. I literally have no words for this. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, talk about a night shoot. I just got a text from a best boy about working tomorrow. 6.30 p.m. Oh, it is about to be a crazy ass night shoot. At 6.30? Mm, I got to get there super early.
Wow. Six people. I don't know anyone's number. <laughs> this is crazy. 6.30 p.m.? Holy crap. That means we're going to be working until at least at the very minimum 7 a.m. Oh, my God. I love night shoes, though. I'm not going to lie. Last time I had a night shoe like that was actually in... Oh, I'm not going to say where, but... Very interesting. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> What's the big deal? What, that the mattress is made out of oil or something? The soundtrack does nothing for this movie. What's going on? Is there a concert or something? Oh, gasoline. Out of gas. What are they doing? You can't leave the kids in the back. Now came here with no gas. Hey, look, it's Bradley Cooper.
I heard that name before. Robert Trisan? Barbara Streisand. I'm, I'm I'm not saying it right. Barbara, let's just let's just go with that. Mrs. Streisand, Mrs. S. Let's say that. What is going on? What? You're just gonna let some kids just roam in your house? At least let the gardener or whoever the hell that guy is in the background stay with them. I need some supplements. I don't understand this. As amazing as an actor Bradley Cooper is, he is being wasted on this shit script. I can't believe I have a call time at 6.30 p.m. Well, it's a good thing my sleeping schedule is pretty off. I'm going to be straight. Ooh, I hope there's stunts. Oh, yeah, explosions. Damn, dude. Are you about to rob them? Who's that? No, no, I heard that name before too. Can't put a face to it. Can't put a face to any of these old actors. He's like, I don't care. Everybody's a nobody, man. Everybody's a nobody. 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Turn off the hose. Did I miss something? I probably missed something. Damn it. I probably missed something. I was texting. I was texting somebody something. Well, you drowned his house. You pretty much flooded his house. I will whoop your ass, too. Duh. Oh, these kids are so stupid. Because the screen, the screen, the script doesn't allow it, Bradley. No, he can't. It's because he's a kid. What is happening, bro?
To be young, white, and 21. Yeah, please go. Just leave. Go. Dude is crazy. What is going on in this movie, man? Are those kids still in the back? Like the back of the truck? Man, they're going to suffocate back there. Depending on how long this drive is. What are you doing? Just go home. What are you doing? Dumbasses, man. This is so stupid. I hope you can stop. Now we have some breaker fluid. Dude, y'all are going way too fast. Dude, if those I can't believe those kids are in the back like that. That's insane. Slow down. For the love of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like this movie just turned into like gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> Dude, these kids are just like, what is going on, bro? <laughs> I'm just chilling. <laughs> Absolutely insane. <laughs> what is going on in this movie? This is up there. This is up there with Bridesmaids. <laughs> this movie makes absolutely no sense.
It's absolutely insane. Slow down. There are people and oh my god, slow down for the love of Jesus Christ. You have to stop. Oh <laughs> my god. No, they're dead. They're probably dead. You guys don't even know. See, this is what happens when you associate yourself with fuckboys. You find yourself in situations like this. Yeah, duh. No, and then this guy is bad. <laughs> what is happening? Dude, this is like, this is like super bad. The super bad meets the hangover. Dude, just leave. <laughs> what is she still stand? She's still sitting there. Just leave. Walk away. Go on the other side of the street. Who's Brian? I have a hard time with keeping up with characters. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new subplot into the film where we will not relate anything from what we just shown throughout the whole movie. Enjoy. Is this a coming of age story? What makes a coming of age story a coming of age story, right? Because kind of anything can be a coming of age story if you think about it. Like the song, though. 
Um, okay. Stop dick riding. <laughs> what is the boom op doing? If the camera's that close, just get in there. Why why did she hire the same posse to to help her volunteer, the same crew? I thought you were trying to dissociate yourself away from them. Like, you know, like distance yourself away from them because, you know, they're kids. Jesus Christ. The road out. You barely started. Just hire someone else, duh. Pinball? Well, he is a hustler. I'll give him that. Why is it always fat Bernie's? It's so weird. Why do you, I wonder why did the director wanted Haim to to act in this film? She's not bad, but she's not really adding anything to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. All three of those sisters, um, they their look is like seventies, right? But I feel like you can any actor or actress can look like they're from the freaking seventies with the right hair hair and wardrobe department. Did she just call you a bitch? 
And that's when his journey to lung cancer started. What is going on between these two? It's not even like... It's not even like a weird, cool chemistry. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just so awkward. I, I'd rather watch Gentleman Broncos. If anyone knows that movie, that's the worst movie ever made. Uh, that's a good comeback. Hit her nerve. You're not a politician. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? How do you argue with him and you don't want him to leave? <laughs> He's not even looking. He's not even looking. You're going to hit somebody. You're going to hit somebody. Is he still 15? <clears throat> Soundtrack doesn't really work for this movie either. It can be good music. Like, I like this type of music, right? I've actually been listening to... Um, some odies uh as of recently when i was replaying cyberpunk but um you can have like a good collection of music but that doesn't mean it flows well together right and it doesn't mean it really enhances the storytelling of the film nor does it really is uh connect to the characters or even the current events and theme of the of the story itself so the soundtrack is just random. It's really random. Okay. Okay, you have dementia? You have dementia. Okay. Um, hey, look at the sister over there. Hey, what's going on? How does the movie be about her? 
Oh my god, this guy's a shooter. I can tell. He's about to shoot up the whole club. Oh, he's about to shoot this whole place up, bro. Why dudes like that scare me? This guy literally walked in, counted how many people were here. He's like, this will be enough. <laughs> I'll come back with my gun. Yeah, he's a shooter. You got a gun, right? He's going to shoot. Oh, he's going to assassinate old dude. He's going to assassinate the dude with dementia. By that time, it's too late, man. Nah, call the cops. Woman, what are you doing? This is the opposite of what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Who is that? Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> Holy, what is happening? This guy looks so creepy. Actually, he looks like my friend, Philip. <laughs> Why did you approach him? Now he knows your face. All right, y'all better get a gun or get some security. <clears throat> I have to see the reviews of this movie. There's no way anyone gave this a positive review. There's no way. Excuse me. There's no way there's a positive review to this movie. What is he doing, man? He's like a future pimp. Pinball p palace. 
I want to know how how at age 15 is he doing this, right? Like, whose property is this? Well, I would have been shocked. Just hire security. Just hire some security. And then he goes towards the kid. Just like Will Smith. <laughs> Just hire security, bro. In this office, they need to hire some some serious security. That dude back there is an active shooter. I promise you. <clears throat> he looked like he just came back from Nam. He's ready to do some more destruction. Don't you love timing? Timing is everything. You should come straight away. Yes. He has dementia. <laughs> no. <laughs> this lighting is so weird. Why is she silhouetted? This kid needs help, man. Needs therapy.
yeah, that that blonde looks like she's not even there. <laughs> like she looks like she's dazed and confused. <laughs> this guy is getting punked in his own establishment. This is hilarious. Where are you going, bro? Yep, there it is. Called it. <laughs> Called it. But but he's there. That guy is there. All right, I, I can guess the plot twist here. Are you ready? Here, here it is. Here it is. He's gay. They're both gay. They're both together, and I don't think he wants to have that outed because he's a politician, and clearly the world isn't ready for that, right? And I think this guy's fed up with it. Meanwhile, I think the other guy who's a.k.a. the creeper, I think, I think, I think he's friends with him. And he wants to make sure everything goes down for his gay friend. And if things don't, he's going to cap his ass. Called it. Called it. Called it. Uh, Joel. <laughs> and then she's gonna leave feeling very awkward and they're not, not, they're not gonna recognize that she leaves. And as she leaves, this creeper's gonna follow her and he's gonna have his way with her. And he's gonna try and kill her and rape her. That's not how the world works. <laughs> oh. He's a hit. He's going to kill the gay guy for him so he won't have to. So he doesn't have to uh, tell him the secrets or tell the secrets to the news that he's a gay politician.
<laughs> so awkward. This is so awkward. That's what this movie is. It's just awkwardness. And I think just because there's so many big names in it, it's just entitled to be put in a, in, in, in a circle of all these other films, right? There's nothing creative about this film. There's nothing... I, I can't think of anything good about it. Besides, like, it does a good job of feeling eight, 70s. I think everyone looks 70s. The wardrobe, hair, makeup. I think all of that's legit. Other than that... He's gonna kill you, bro. He's about... He's gonna kill you. He's like, I can't have anyone gay out me. Oh, you can't leave by yourself. You have to stay with him tonight. You have to stay with him tonight. This it's the safest it's the safest thing you can do. <clears throat> I don't know, are they? I don't know if she can relate. She's like in a weird relationship with a 15 year old. This movie has 10 more minutes. Okay. What a weird movie. What a. You see, this is like Lady Bird a little bit, you know, where you had a lot of different stuff going on that made no sense to the plot, but you added them so you can say that your film talks about these subjects, subjects, something like of the LGBT community, subjects of like uh, PETA and animal rights and uh, uh, and then all that stuff. She's about to die right here. There's no way she's living. No one there, you idiot. <clears throat> but yeah, very similar to Lady Bird. Um, there is just a lot of... Just a lot of random themes in there that didn't really need to be in there. Like, it add nothing to the story. But again, it's in there so they can say that their film touches on all these subjects that's affecting the world. And if you do that, then and this is just my opinion i feel like the the higher circles the gatekeepers of the industry like i was talking about earlier take notice of that and it will allow your film to be seen by um i don't know more people Yeah, I don't know. I ain't his daddy. <laughs> Is that guy humping somebody?
This is like one of the worst love stories I've ever heard. Or I've ever seen. And Bradley Cooper is just in this just to be in this. He's he's literally just a big name that's in this. His 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 role had no impact on the story whatsoever. I'm so tired of films like this. I absolutely hate it. And I was just watching a show on Hulu last night. Uh, only murderers in the in the room, or in the hotel room, or something like that. I don't know. It was a Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short, which I love Martin Short, but. That show has no reason to exist. Absolutely no reason to exist. The only reason why it exists is because the three people that you see on the show curate, curated the show. They produce it. They corrode it. Or corrode it. Created it. They wrote it. It's literally just their own marketing plug to plug up their own shit. And I absolutely hate it. The story for that show was whack. Characters were whack. I don't know. It's very similar to this. No one's paying attention. This is easily one of the worst movies I've seen this year. Easy. Easy. All right, let's look at the um, Metacritic. Oh, Metacritic for this was super high. I remember that. All right, that's the movie. Um, I can tell you already, this movie's getting a two for me. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. I believe that's his name. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't know how long it's been since he's written or directed anything, but he needs to go back to the drawing board with this film. Absolutely stupid. Absolutely stupid. This entire movie needs a recast. Or, or excuse me, it just needs to be rewritten. Um, I don't really understand anything that happened in this film. But... Obviously, the point of the podcast is to find an appreciation for it. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. These credits are just distracting. It's such a weird movie. Oh, yeah, Danielle Heim. And then the other. See, those, so those are the Heim sisters. Oh, and that's their mom and her dad. Look at that. That's cool. The whole family's in this. Um, I think it's cool that these actors are getting like a, uh, like they're getting shown through the credits, like their face and their names. I think that's really cool, even though they didn't really provide it much with anything. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, this movie's pretty bad. Um, so what can I appreciate from this film? Um, I think I said it earlier with the feeling of being 70s. Um, I think the cars, the the wardrobe, makeup, the hair. I think all that was legit. I think the wardrobes and um, prop department, 
makeup department. Um, I, I think they all did an amazing job. Um, I think even the locations were good. Um, whoever did locations, I think they did a really good job too. Um, yeah, the look of the movie is not bad at all. It's fairly shot well. Fairly shot well. Um, the look is not the problem. It's just the the the. I don't I don't know how to say it. Just the content. This movie has absolutely no substance, and it really breaks my heart. It really frustrates me that movies like this keep being made, and they only they're only being made. Like let's say this director, obviously this director, um, I forget his name already. He is very well established in bigger circles, right? He's even made films that I actually enjoyed. Um, but once you have that name, once you're associated with certain people from the higher tops, you're forever in this circle, kind of, right? And I feel like, and this is just my opinion, but I feel like you can just make any type of freaking content, no matter how bad it is, and it's still going to be treated as if like everyone should go see this movie. It's amazing. It's great. It's this and it's that. Where this movie, if if it was just some unknown director, writer who made this, and he was just showing it around for people to, to buy it so they can show it in bigger theaters and whatnot, there's no way they would have gave him a callback. There's absolutely no way. Well, you know what? Maybe they would. Because, again, this film touches on a lot of subjects that's um, very current in the world. And obviously very uh, current that happened in the 70s. But they weren't a, they weren't cohesive together at all, like whatsoever. It is just a clusterfuck of scenes put in together. I'm sure who's ever editing this movie and they were reading the script as they're editing it. It's just had to take Vicodin or I said Vicodin, maybe not Vicodin. They had to take aspirin every single day while editing on the job. Like none of this shit makes sense. You want me to put these scenes together? The story is not really developing how it should these characters are not good it's i honestly don't know what to say i think it's real also think it's cool that the heim sisters are in this along with their family because they do they really do make good music i actually really do like their music but um they they their their performances and in the sisters they didn't really have a big part but even the the main character uh elena heim he she didn't really add anything to this film didn't add anything her acting wasn't bad by any stretch of the means but i can't really say that it was good i felt like she was just there um kudos for the director for making her bring out the most of her performance and even though this is like her first film ever for not being bad but um yeah and then the other main character, the guy, he was just a character too. I can't really, I didn't, I didn't sympathize with any of these characters. I didn't know if it was trying to be like a love story at first because they were getting away from it and then starting it and then getting away from it again and then starting it back up. Like I, I like what's happening. And then the whole political standpoint or, you know, plot of the film was very random um that's just that's just what this film is called just randomness just randomness uh uh it's very uh i don't even know what else to say anymore um oh i know 
Let's look at the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic. Yeah, let's see what they said. I know it got like a high Metacritic from like the credits itself. Wow, people actually like this film. Oh my God. I would love to conversate with somebody about this. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand it. Uh, let's go Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, still a very high score. I honestly don't understand it. Honestly don't understand. I honestly feel like these critics are talking out their ass sometimes. This is a very weird movie. Um, I would even go as far to say it's shit, but that's just me. Um, <clears throat> all right, Starfighters, that was the movie podcast. If you are listening to this on Spotify, please leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please leave a comment. Uh, let me know what other movies that maybe you'd be interested to watch. And maybe you can come on my podcast and watch them with me. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters.